This is Armand Asante. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails. And I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Very stunned. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, bloods, wasteoids. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light him up. <laughs> it's time <laughs> for the Cigar Authority. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. January 2nd, 2016, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And this week... Happy New Year and happy 300th show for the Cigar Authority. Today marks our 300th show, and today I'll give you the state of the cigar industry address as we remiss and talk about the past and look into the future here on the Cigar Authority. All right, you are w listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us, you tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on Podbean, YouTube, or iTunes where you can set it and forget it on all three. And the gang's all here. We have gentleman Chuck Morrison who's supposed to be with the New England Patriots in Miami today, but he says no. 300, baby. It's number 300. You're here. Come Thank on. you. Of course. <laughs> and with us, our friend from uh, La Flor Dominicana, the real Mr. Jonathan, as he likes to be known as, and uh, as we love to t say to him, is Mr. Jonathan Carney. Welcome. It's, it's an honor to be here on what, the 300th episode. Yeah. What it is is, Senor Jonathan, you can have the Miami version, and I'll take the Northeast version. Well, since since the last time I visited the show, I have now uh, I have, uh, removed myself as an official New Englander uh, permanently for residency. I am in Miami now. I speak no Spanish, but I think the best place to start is with Senor Carney. There we Same. go. Senor Tani. Yeah. I, I do like Mr. Jonathan. It's just, <laughs> there's some issues. I mean, most this, people do like me. I think it's most trademarked people. or something, right? Yeah. I don't think I can actually That's use that. What he but says. I mean, I'll, I'll take it. It was funny going to um, the uh, airport with him, and there's his card, and the guy looks at us, Mr. Jonathan, looking at his ID. I'm like, what the hell? Mr. Jonathan? All it took really? was a legal, little paperwork with the courthouse. And so anyway, uh, great 2015. It's behind us looking ahead at 2016 and uh, all the different things that's going to happen. Uh, thank you, Jonathan Connie, for uh, helping along with the show and being a sponsor here on the Cigar Authority. We're in the Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. This is my first time actually being in the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. <laughs> well, because the last time we were pitching you on it, so it wasn't official. We were saying it, but it wasn't official. And I, and I feel a little dirty when I have representatives and owners of other factories and stuff here in the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios, and I kind of say it loud and proud and uh i like it yeah they don't like it <laughs> my, my favorite part about the studio over the last year to reminisce a little bit with 2015 was the episode with eric newman okay and there was a picture during the uh during the show with eric newman sitting right where i'm sitting 
talking about his own cigar surrounded by La Florida Minicana <laughs> items. Yeah. Now, we're obviously close with them uh, yes, as, a, yeah. as a family. However, at the same time, they are competitors. So it's been enjoyable for the last year to sit and watch people sit in my studio discussing <laughs> the free advertising. <laughs> That's great. Best advertising dollars ever spent. There Huge. we go. So uh, we're going to, uh, and we planned on doing this anyway, so we're going to do it. We'll get to a La Florida Dominicana in the second hour, but uh, I thought it was a new year, and it's probably going to, we're going to probably see some um, some changes, I would say, in the world of cigars when it comes to Cubans, and this is a uh, Cuban cigar that came out last year, I believe, or the year before, Barry? It came, it was actually an old brand that got relaunched two years ago. Okay, so... Uh, I'm not saying it because I probably can't because I don't know how to, <laughs> but it starts with a V and it's a Cuban cigar and, and it's a lower price cigar uh, really to, to uh, help <laughs> fireworks. Uh, fireworks. Happy 2016. Yeah, we know what happened. What are you lighting another fire, man? Did you get shot? The, the Perdomo lighter, uh, sorry, the Perdomo cutter is just so strong and it cuts so well at the... Uh, it jumped right off my hand into my mic because you were ju you're jumping the gun. You're cutting it, and it's not even time the official time to cut our cigar. But, uh, Barry, what do we know about this? Sure, cigar? we're going to let the guy that went to the Porky Pig School of Speech pronounce the cigar. There we go. So uh, we're going to be smoking the Viguerjos Entrente Entre Tiempo, which is made in Pernar del Rio, Cuba. It measures four and three quarters by 52, and the packaging is designed by our friend Nelson Alfonso from Selected Tobacco. He's the man behind Byron, Atabay, and Mandalero. The cigar retails for 510 euro, which translates to 550 US dollars. And the band of black, silver, green, and gold has what some people think is a leaf. But according to the artist behind the logo, it is an intimate interpretation of a lady. It's oh packaged at 16 count tins, and the name Vaguejos is what farmers who cultivate tobacco are called. There we go. So it's it's a uh, tin of sixteen cigars, and uh, five dollars and fifty cents. So this is a low price Cuban cigar, but I have had it before. It's a long filled cigar. It's not like it's shot filled or anything like that. But it's it's small. It's, I, it's, I see it if you turn it upside down. Uh, you can you can see where he's going with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, five and three eighths uh, by fifty two. So it's a robusto. So let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is a brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And as I is, were, was opening today's mail... I was noticing the price increases that are coming in. I did not get one from Perdomo yet, but I did get General Cigars price increase today. Uh, they're going up. That's all the people from Macanudo and uh, Partagas and all Cohiba and all those brands. Uh, looks like a straight across the board price increase. Is there something I should know, Mr. Vice President of La Florida Dominicana, about pricing? I, I have no planned price increase in our company. I can't attest to others. However, I would assume this would be a year uh, where you will see stronger price increases across the board from most companies. As the expenses were higher last year, the legislative efforts. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Nothing really came of uh, regulations going through it's in 2015. So but, far. It, but it looks like that's probably going to happen. Um, and I think this is a, a year that you will see uh, stronger price increases and more significant price increases for most companies. We, we don't like to do price increases. I, I, you know, I speak for La Florida Minicon. That's not, not a, uh, a knock on anything like that. Uh, in reality, the major 
result or the major cause of prices going up are legislation efforts in all reality. Because at the end of the day, sure. the, the factories and farms are fixed costs. Uh, you know, that's not something that costs exponentially more every year. You know, it's not a 10% in cost increase in terms of uh, production and things like that. If production costs go up, it's usually because you're producing more and then you're making more at the same time. Uh, so I, I really do see that this year. It doesn't surprise me that it started early. I think a lot of these companies had multiple increases throughout 2015 as well. So yeah. I, I think you'll you'll see that in 2016 too. And uh, I know, unfortunately, on a consumer end, yeah, uh, you know, it will you know it will affect the end pro uh, end price. However, at that time, and that allows you to start making decisions on what you want to smoke. You know, there's better cigars out there sometimes uh, that are money. for less money, or Absolutely. there's a, a better product at a certain cost. You know, I, I hope that in 2016, I, I see this on the road now that consumers and the retailers are getting more educated, and and so are we. But I hope that you know these consumers and I hope our retailers make decisions off of what they choose to sell based off of the companies that are the most reputable, the ones that own farms, factories, and don't have all that fluff built up in the middle ground uh, just because four people are involved and everybody needs to make money. You know, the best way to look at products are the ones that have the fewest people involved. Uh, usually the manufacturer, just the retailer and the consumer are three part instead of adding Absolutely. the manufacturer, the brand owner, the person who distributes it and all of that. So right. It's a unique uh, place we're going to be in. However many layers there are is usually expenses that have to it. The reason why I, I, I picked a low price Cuban cigar today to end up doing it, you're looking at a $5 cigar. They're looking to get into the market. They, they're hoping to actually get into the market this year, 2016 now. And, you know, coming out with 20 and $30 cigars, um, you know, I think everyone is going to try when, when they do it, but they know that the, the bread and butter becomes the lower price cigars. They got to be under $10 to get people on a steady basis. Uh, and we're going to get to that with the state of the industry address, but, um, it's winter time up here, although we've had a, a pretty mild winter thus far, we're only a, a week or two into it, but, um, usually up in this area, people tend to go to smaller cigars that during the do. winter time, as opposed to <laughs> this that you gave me. Those that are watching on here, this is a La Flor Dominicana I never saw before. What, that what is that, like a super A? It looks like it's it's the double Lijero meaner digger. It's a ten inch version with a barber pole of our diggers. It was a, an exclusive we made uh, back in two thousand and twelve for the end of the world. A 10-inch um, yeah. double Lajero, double digger, two wrapper. It, what else does it say? It, yeah, it's double everything. Yeah. It's got two zippers on both pairs of pants on its dress suit. 10-inch by what? 10-inch uh, by 60. And unlike the Cuban cigar <laughs> we're smoking, if you flip it upside down, you cannot see its lady parts. No, you uh, cannot. <laughs> no, no this that's, is all that's all Mandingo right there. There it is. Uh, on, the cold, on the cold draw on this uh, marshmallow fluff, Veg Warehouse, I'm getting – have you ever had panko? The mm. bread crumbs, or you maybe bread, bread uh, chicken, or you bread uh, eggplant. A uh, little bit of extra oregano in there. You are on point with that panko for sure. I don't even know what that See, is. See, I'm getting marshmallow bread fluff. crumbs. Bread crumbs. Yeah. And he's got some marshmallow, some sweetness. Let's light her up. All right, I'm we're going to light up with the Quadjet Vertigo Twister. I don't know why they call it a twister. It is pretty cool though. It does have a slide top, spring action, ignition system that closes right behind itself. It opens far enough so that you don't overheat the lid. So when you put this bad Larry back in your pocket, you don't set yourself on fire. It does feature a flip out bullet punch and an easy adjustment uh, at the bottom for your thumbnail. The Vertigo Twister retails for 
99. As I'm going and lighting the cigar and taking my first pull into it, maybe subconsciously I'm hearing this marshmallow fluff type of thing, but a burnt marshmallow or maybe a cotton candy type mm -hmm. of. Huh? Mm -hmm. Come on. I'm going to take it. Blue cotton candy. And, and the blue one. Obviously the blue one. Of course the blue one. Blue number seven. Mm. They don't make it like they used to. <laughs> that, that food coloring. Mm. This is the first cigar I've had in about four or five days because uh, I was up home and I've been with uh, my new niece. So yes, I congratulations. And I want to keep that smell off. There we go. Um, however, this is truly showing you how bad my palate is when it's fresh. When it's not fresh, I'm used to smoking yeah. and tasting everything when I've been smoking four or five cigars a day. Yeah, i got to get so a little I, coating on it. Right now, I'm just tasting everything that you've said you guys are tasting. So <laughs> yeah. I haven't tasted anything but that. That's because it's true. That's because it's true. Is it subconscious what this is said or what, what is going on? I don't know. Uh, but this uh, cigar is not, is not part of the Cigar Authority care package, uh, obviously, for obvious reasons, because uh, I couldn't get 500 of them legally, but I could get a few of them legally. <clears throat> uh, you can get actually a whole tin of these legally if you go to Cuba, come back, because you can bring $100 back. It was $86 to bring us back. Are these currently in the in the market for they, Cuba? Yes. yes. I, I feel like I've seen these in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, possibly. Before. Possibly. Yeah. So the Cigar Authority Care Package gets you four cigars per month to be smoked on the air. This isn't one of them. Uh, next week's show, we're going to uh, begin the month of uh, those cigars that have already been sent, Barry. Already shipped. Already shipped. So you're saying, geez, I want to get in on that. If you do, you go to the Cigar Authority, you click on the right-hand side, you'll see the care package, you click on it, you're going to be charged $19.99. At the end of January, we're going to ship that first one out to you. Following every single month, we're going to hit your card and send it at the same time, but the first one is going to be sent, uh, going to be charged as soon as we uh, get you to put you into the system and everything, and it's $19.99 per month. That includes shipping charges, so that's uh, under $5 per cigar, and... Um, so far, so good. Everybody's been getting a value to it, so uh, we're going to keep it up for a very short time. We're going to get to the magic number of 500, then we're going to shut the thing down. So if you're interested in being part of it, now is the time. You've been warned. Uh, so anyway, 300 episodes. 300 episodes. Jonathan, you were there from the day one. Which Jonathan? The only one that was there from day one. <laughs> All right. I thought he was there early on. I mean, he, he was a guest early on. I think I was around for 200. You were around for 200, but I think you were on right around like episode six or seven because you had just become How many years you in this business? Five. So we've been doing this six. Well, we're still at five and a half, so he could have been. April will be six, yeah. Yeah, I would have got in probably. at. I would have been around probably episode 50 or 60. I think yeah. In the first time. It was Fair my enough. first uh, day on the job. My first event I did. Was it Two Guys Smoke Shop in oh, Salem, wow. uh, Mass, uh, Salem, New Hampshire? Wow! So yeah, that was my second day uh, on the on the job. Was with you oh, and we my did the goodness. radio show. They actually let me on the show. Wow! Was, shocking. was somebody with you, or you by uh, yourself? Uh, Andrew Brennan. Okay. Uh, yeah, my boss at the time was was with yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. And you said, uh, not only uh, am I going to kill it, I'm going to take his job. <laughs> <laughs> you might have been thinking it. You didn't say it out loud. But Did Andrew ever get back into the business? Andrew works for Nat Sherman now in the Midwest. He's a area manager for them in the Chicago market. Ah. So he's been working for them now for a little under a year. 
and then he he'd worked with a few other companies uh, before that. Uh, La Polina was one. Yeah, uh, they've had a huge shakeup. Uh, there's a lot. A lot of this, turnover with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to sit. There's just been a lot of turnover in industry oh, in yeah. general. I mean, everybody's changing their hiring practices. Uh, you know, trying to figure out to get a little leg up. Uh, for the next, you know, where things are going. The industry is about to change. You're going to do the state of the industry address. Yeah. I mean, it is changing and everybody's adjusting for it. And, you know, I, I'm fortunate to be in a place where uh, we kind of set our own destiny, which Slow is Slow and which steady. You've always been there. My God, uh, I gave you a lost lip at the door, as I've been promising you for a couple of years. Finally, I, I got it to you. But uh, that's over 20 years old. Uh, I've been with Lafleur Dominicana. When I say from day one, I, I believe I was the third account with Los Libertadores uh, early, early on. There was a couple of guys before me, uh, neither of which I don't think you do business with any longer. But um, there was a company that uh, I could see. I mean, it was good quality cigars right from the go, and it was slow and steady. You guys never had the big giant year. All of a sudden, you you peaked or anything like that. It's just been a a, a um, the the um, the, the rabbit and the hare or whatever tortoise and the hare you guys <coughs> continue to grow what happened to you guys this year uh we had we had one of our one of our best years ever actually we did have our best year ever uh which was which was great it was a uh all of our lines did very well our double the hero line continued to be our leader with that yeah uh, but the 1994 line uh, over the last two yeah. years has been massive for us uh lenox all of antonio tony uh yeah. tony gomez lito's son all of his blends he's done, his three, the Chapter 1, Chisel, Chapter 2, uh, Capitulo Dos, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and Lenox have all been huge successes. And Lenox has been one of those types of successes that's a really good problem to have. Where, I, uh, yeah, people are getting mad at me because I don't have it, which I, is a I, great problem. Listen, Lenox would have been in the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. And the reason why it wasn't a contender is because we couldn't get them. And that's a criteria because you've got to be able to deliver. But I can't imagine you imagined it as big as it was going to be. No, we, we had a goal set out for what we wanted to do with it, and uh, I had an expectation. You know, I always set it a little loftier, and we, we hit the lofty part of the goal and then surpassed it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was a week or two there when we first released it where there were some challenges with our team on managing the conversations that we had when, hey, we got in five boxes, and uh, now they're all gone. What do we do with them? Uh, you know, what do we do? I need more. I need more. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I finally had a conference call because I was like, all right, I can't call 1,600 retailers across the country and have this discussion with them. I go, but I said to my team, I go, you know what? I go, right now we have a really good product that's really sought after. People are going to be behind it. The consumers are behind it. If they have to wait a little bit for us to make it perfect and have it on a regular basis, if we're ever able to do that, I go, just remember that when people are begging you for something and are mad because they love it so much yeah. and they can't get it, but that's a really good problem yeah. to have. Yeah. If you're going to have a problem, that's the one. Now, do you think – what do you attribute the success of that cigar to? I have my thoughts, but what do you think the success of that product is? I think there's a lot of different things that, that really helped it be successful, and then there's a few items that really took it to the next level. One, uh, the, obviously, the, the blending and the flavor profiles that Tony has are different than what his father it is has. Different. He, he has his own signature. So that that's a unique thing in itself. It, it wasn't a it wasn't a Dominicana. Mm -hmm. It was Lenox. It was different. Now then the second part was the branding was a huge departure from anything we've done. So a lot of our branding is very standard. And we have some other items, you know, our limited edition items go outside of the box a little bit, but this was completely outside of the box. Uh, from the box, the round uh, the round box 
the really dark colors on it. Uh, the logo, this is one of the first cigars we've made that has an altered logo that wasn't like an upgrade from a previous logo. This was a completely new logo. I mean, it has the letters L, F, and D in, the, in a crescent moon with, yes. with clouds on it. Uh, so we don't do anything like that. And then the price point. Uh, price points, a real healthy price point in the cigar market right now. Uh, there's, there's two. I mean, we talked about like the Cuban that we're smoking is around five dollars. But then there's another price point. It used to be that ten dollars was was anything over ten, you had a significant sure. challenge with it. Yeah, that's gone up. It's ten to twelve dollars is a really sweet spot on a really high end premium cigar uh, or something that's of quality. That that is looked at as that's not an expensive cigar for the majority of of premium cigar aficionados. I would say so. Price point packaging. Uh, and the departure of the branding and then the just the flavor profile being completely different. For me, it breaks down to one thing. It is a milder Maduro. You've got guys that are looking to smoke Maduro but don't want their socks knocked off. That is a milder Maduro. I know I can smoke it, and I, you know I'm a little bit of a wimp when it comes to the very strong stuff. It's not very strong. I would put it at medium-bodied. Maybe as you get to the band, it creeps to medium-plus, but it's well-balanced. I think that is the magic, along with what you mentioned with the price point. How, how about the count uh, count per box? We started off with ten, so that made it easy for people to uh, for consumers to get into it if they wanted to do. You a had whole to buy box. a whole box. It was cool looking, and you know, I think anybody that was looking to buy three or more might as well just buy the box. If you buy three, you're thirty bucks, thirty-five dollars. Yeah. You know, you're at a hundred for a box, and yeah. somebody gives you a ten percent discount. Sure. You're at under a hundred bucks. Uh, so that that really did make a big difference too. Um, and I think it's unique. You, you think that it's more medium bodied. Uh, every time I think that something's medium bodied, I go online and read a, a blog and it's like super full body. I go onto the cigar authority and, and somebody thinks it's mild and then somebody says this is the full. Yeah, thing. Yeah, so what I do now in all reality, and it really is this way. I used to try to convince people, uh, you know, if you tell me, oh, it's medium bodied. Yeah, no, no, it's full. It's super full. You know what? It's medium. If you think it's medium, it's medium. If you well, think it's you, full, it's you full. guys that make and, and how I judge the whole mild to medium thing is double the hero is full bodied. Mm. It, it doesn't go over full bodied. It's either full or it's not full. It's full. You got to say that Lenox is less than that. I, I would. I, I'd say that, again, this comes into the conversation of I think flavor profile sometimes gets confused with body. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it does have a medium. I, for me, it's medium bodied. Uh, however, it has a full flavor profile. Yes, it does. Double yeah. Lijero has a medium flavor profile, but if you sit down and smoke a whole one of those and then stand up, you know you smoke something. That doesn't happen with Lenox. Absolutely. You Agreed. can feel your hair growing while you're Certainly. smoking a Double Lijero. So, so Mr. Jonathan, uh, did you used to eat paste when you were a kid? <laughs> Is this did a everybody? <laughs> does the cigar taste like paste, but say put pepper in it? pepper inside the paste that you'd make as it's a kid. funny that you're saying that because i'm trying to i'm trying to justify your burnt marshmallow thing in my head yeah and i'm trying to get so that, the, the, the burnness is still there but the marshmallow sweetness is gone. gone the paste that you're talking about that's exactly what it is it's got a little bit of a little bit of black pepper in in the paste that i used to eat as a child there we go and that was just a guess that he ate paste but I, you know, you know that he used to eat the paint chips and stuff like that. You just know, right? Things make sense. <laughs> yeah. I think this tastes like they were sweet. This tastes like a dentist office smells. You know that dentist office <laughs> yeah. smell, that dry yeah. taste. And if you've ever had a mold done of your teeth 
after you get that mm-hmm. stuff out of your mouth, have they take the mold out for it to dry? <laughs> it tastes like th- that. And I'm not saying that's necessarily bad. Well, that's bad. One, one of the reasons want... you look forward to going to the dentist. Yeah. It's like the only reason. Can I? Can you put that paste in my mouth again? It, it's just that drying. Is that drying feel? So it is cleaning. pasty, chalky. I'm sorry, chalky. No, oh, for me it tastes like a Monte Cristo, a Boulevard, a Chapman. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, but it's I, I don't dislike it. No, no, I don't dislike it. I've smoked some. I've smoked some really challenging five dollars cigars that were not. Our studio audience has it. How do you like it? It's a five dollar cigar. It's good for five dollars. Decent burn line too. I mean, it's a little, a little bit of carbon there that this wrapper yeah. could be aged Just a little so longer. You know, but this outsells all the other ones. Just so you know, I know everybody's yeah. saying, oh, I like the Sir Winston, and I like the whatever. Yeah. This one outsells them all, and it's new. Really? It's wow. price-driven. Yeah. It's price-driven. It is all Cuban tobacco, wrapper filler binder. It has that Cuban-esque thing of, of the barnyard hay type of thing, but I'm, I'm going deeper into this pasty type of... I'm telling you one thing I will say, and this is not to knock on Cubans. I have nothing against them one way or the other. Uh, we compete with them internationally and we're going to compete with them just fine uh, here in the domestic market. Um, and we kind of, you know, we kind of welcome it. It's honestly a, a good situation for us. We're a brick and mortar driven company. Yep. When the Cuban embargo goes away, that's going to be a huge brick and mortar <laughs> driven moment. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be the first place people go. They're going to try to jump online, but they're going to want to go into a store and buy, buy these one. Cuban cigars buy and buy one. one to try it. Yep. So anything that's good for brick and mortar is good for me uh, and good for our company. But I will say one thing about this that I noticed. If I put this wrapper on one of my cigars, and I know this is $5, yeah. even if I put on a $5 cigar, I would get crucified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not aesthetically yeah, it's, good-looking yeah, wrapper. It's binder quality, really. Yep. Yeah. But Which I is wonder, good tobacco at the same time. Absolutely. It doesn't change the flavor profile by any means, uh, but the visual appearance that the American market has come to to know and, know and appreciate uh, is is definitely not yeah, something it, that you You buy with your eyes. If this was on the shelf next to even a 6 or 7 or an $8 cigar, you know. I'm going to tell you, which this, makes is, me this is something you can't buy by the single in Cuba. You have to buy the entire tin. It makes so somebody's not looking. You know, it's like a tube cigar type of thing. Right. It makes me wonder if they came out with this at the $5 price point because of the influx of Dominican and Nicaraguan cigars in the European market. Oh, they were uh, losing They were losing a lot of their footprint. Did they release this to try to get some of it back? It, it, it's a, it looks it's a good all-around product, though. I mean, the cigar is not bad. Yeah. Uh, it has a good flavor on it. The packaging is fantastic. It's, uh, I think it's a well-done well done product. All right, what do you got for the question of the week, Barry Stein? Well, this week's question of the week is brought to you by Duran Cigars. I, I, I surprise them all the time here. You know what? Um, I should have had this right on top because it was next. Okay. It's time for question of the week brought to you by Duran Cigars. When the question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran. Duran Cigars combines the best quality tobacco fills from Nicaragua and Latin America with their super premium Habano Criollo Colorado wrapper, Experience the difference, Duran Cigars. Last week, we asked you what your New Year's Eve plans were, and 39% of you said you were going to spend it smoking a good cigar. Nice. Only 8% of you were going out, which means you wanted to avoid amateur night, and I can't blame you for that. This week, we asked on the Cigar Authority, if the Cigar Authority podcast was to change their live day and time, which would you like to see? Ah. And what's going on here? What's going on here? Something I should know? Go uh, ahead. 
Go ahead. I don't know. You sent me the question. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the question of the week was brought to you by David Garofalo <laughs> yeah. and by Duran Cigars. As always, you can vote on the CigarAuthority.com just below the Duran advertisement. And when the question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran Cigars. Experience the difference. Yeah, there's no doubt that um, the majority of our listeners, Barry, listen on the podcast, right. listening after. Not the majority is listening to us live. Right. Maybe Saturday at noon is a bad time. You're out there doing things. Family. And, and, yeah. And um, still, we don't have radios that can turn into the internet yet that uh, can go on to it uh, live. You'd have to actually uh, go to a computer or your cell phone or whatever. Um, is there a better time that we could get a better live audience? Yep. So we have Sunday through Friday, uh, Sunday through Saturday listed, and then we have morning, afternoon, or evening. Um, so we want you to make two selections, or you could just select, keep it the same. Right. Right. And maybe it doesn't matter if, you, if you're going to do it on your time that you listen at six o'clock in the morning on your way to work or something. Yeah. I get a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes my uh, ride to work better or whatever. Yeah, I get that on what, Facebook. Yeah. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what that is. So uh, next Saturday, close but no cigars. Cigars that didn't quite make the top 10 on all the publications that's out there. Didn't quite make it. Uh, very close, but no cigar. With us will be Eric Hansen. He's from Hammer and Sickle Cigars, and they made number 11 on the Cigar Aficionado's top 25. Yep. Are we going to get drunk again? Probably. <laughs> He's always carrying. That's what He's I love about packing. him. He's always <laughs> packing. So we'll have him on there. So uh, thoughts right now on Veragosos? How do you say it? Vagueros. Vagueros? Vagueros? They're Spanish, so it's okay if they have regular uh, Spanish names because they are Spanish-speaking country. Yeah. It's decent. I mean, there's a few other five, six dollar cigars I would definitely smoke before this, but it's decent. Yeah, there's nothing offensive about it. I mean, yeah. it's the I guess the wrapper could be aged a little longer, but it is burning straight. It's burning straight. It's 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 burning like an aged cigar as opposed to some of the stuff when I was there. Uh, burned like it, so uh, we'll, we'll keep going through it. Uh, right now, we're going to go take a break. When we come back, it's going to be the state of the industry address, a yearly look at the cigar industry as honest as possible. I do this every year for myself. I've been doing it for like about 25 years. Today, I'm going to share it with you. That and more, when we return, you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well, rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. 
When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Rudy from the chat box up in Canada, where, yes, we celebrate Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Hanukkah. We even have electricity and the internet. You're listening to the Cigar Authority right here on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. 
They have Boxing Day. That's what they have. We're back live from the Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast now over five years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. What is the condition of the cigar industry? Always under attack, getting beat up all the time. What is the condition of it today? We're going to find out with the state of the cigar industry address. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And I'm going to blab on for about 15, 20 minutes because this is what I write up each year. I've been doing it for my God since before I even came to New Hampshire, which is 20 years ago. And I would write down what is happening now to the industry as I see it, as honestly as I can look at it and see what's going on and refer to it back because history repeats itself sure. and tried to get a direction. Is this something that happens, Jonathan Carney, to you uh, speaking to your group at the at a national sales meeting? This is the, the history of what happened, or do you get just into this is where we're going? Uh, we, we focus uh, for a very short period of time of what, what we've done uh, and then immediately are focusing on what the next step is for us. We're always constantly going forward, so it's a uh, – it's a more of a forward thinking. Okay. We, we do congratulate on past successes, but we do look at things. You know what you're about to say is history does repeat itself. So we yeah. do look at things that uh, that come back around. You know, sometimes we'll have a slower uh, a slower period of time uh, because something may be popular that's going on. You know, it's uh, there's right. things that happen in the industry that cause things to slow down because competition reacts, and then sure. we we have to stay and find a way. Uh, to react to what the competition is doing and also be proactive on what the competition might do. All right, give a listen to this. See if you agree at the end of it and if what I got wrong and uh, what I can do. We're going to have our sales meeting with our managers uh, next week and then our full staff and, and based on the information provided, decide what we're going to do in the future, which would be best for us. But uh, this is it, the State of the Industry Address, January 2nd, 2016. Mature retail cigar stores were flat for yet another year across the United States. The cigar industry saw a declining year in 2015 with imports of handmade premium cigars down slightly nationally. Our industry is in a, in a minor declining market, but almost flat. Black Friday, November 27, 2015, reports showed that brick-and-mortar retailers were down double digits once again in sales and custom accounts for all retailers. In the same for Shop Local Saturday, we saw the same in cigar retail. Cyber Monday once again broke all records for sales. We saw the same through the Christmas holiday season and overall throughout 2015. Down sales and custom accounts at brick and mortars and growth for online. This is in almost all retailers and certainly brick and mortar cigar retailers. A tough winter, quarter one, was a setback for sales, although nationally, predominantly in the north, but a slow and steady recovery made up for most of it. Custom accounts were down in most brick and mortar retail stores, including cigar stores, for another year. Down also was the average sales purchases in dollars and units sold. These changes could be because of some important factors, including discounting from manufacturers to retailers via online, discounting from retailer to consumers for more sales, deep and continuous discounting on the Internet, lowering the cost consumers to get items and what they are willing to pay for them in the creation and continuation of brick-and-mortar retailers acting as tasting grounds in changing rooms on the Internet. Deep discounting of big-name, high-volume brands have taken the consumers to look for cigars in the 5 to $7 range, forcing the average ring in retail stores. Under $5 is the new norm 
in average price of a premium cigar online, while $7 and over in a retail store before taxes, with an average coming out to around $9. The decline in sales also affected profit margins in most retailers, including cigar retailers. The competition online has driven most retailers in a competitive mode, especially on popular name brands, offering deals and events consistently while dropping margins and units sold. Disposable income has improved, and retailers have begun to see a light bounce back on luxury items. Luxury items are cigars. The slow growth of the economy continues to hurt luxury items like cigars, humidors, expensive lighters, and cutters, but retailers claim that they have begun to see a turnaround. Trends include limited release cigars. This past year were in abundance, and this trend continues with lists of limited releases set for 2016. These limited releases have caused brands and trends of switching customers over and over again, then forcing them on the hunt for the next big thing or elsewhere when retailers run out of it. That elsewhere was directly online where most retailers lost the sale and lost the customer. Access of cigars were without a problem in 2015 and deals were available on most. Manufacturers' attention to new brands have been foremost while taking away their eyes from their core lines. This behavior appears to be continuing as manufacturers are looking for opening orders in shelf space and not building on what they have. With FDA layering down most manufacturers' uncertainty has taken them back, pushing forward new brands seriously. Newcomers continue to enter into the cigar business, allured by the low barrier to entry, the cost to get in, either as brand owners or as retailers. The box-to-single ratio, box sales versus single sales, continue dropping for box sales at the retail shop level. This shows, again, that cigar shops continue to be tasting grounds for the discount internet companies which, in, which supply, in which consumers try the cigar shop before buying online at the discount price. Discount internet mail order now controls 60% of all premium cigar sales in the United States, meaning they now control 60% of all cigar sales. 80% of that 60% is coming from just six companies online, three of which are retailers' top suppliers. Newly added retail competition are the launches of cigar distributors reaching out and going direct to the consumer on their disguised online sites, which will take away even more. Sales dollars and customer counts are expected to continue to drop for most retail in 2016, and the same goes for cigar retailers. Direct-to-consumer in various forms, including mail order, internet, direct-to-consumer internet clubs, blog sites, more direct-to-consumer options have popped up in 2015, and more are expected to continue with that success in 2016. In 2015, options for the consumer to get is getting much abundant and more planned for 2016. Manufacturers continue to open up retail shops in 2015 and future plans to continue are apparent for 2016 for the manufacturer to open up retail. Deep discount catalogs and online sites have been bought by the manufacturers and the retail suppliers sell to the end user, wholesaler, and see 
and we see bloggers now getting into direct-to-consumer business in 2015, and we expect that to continue in 2016. The smaller boutique brands are now available on the discount sites. Not many brands are safe for brick and mortar any longer due to the lack of pushback from the retailer. Shelf space is getting tighter for brick and mortar retail shops, and it is tougher to get in new products. Little to no intel is being conducted by the retailer before taking on the brand. What will sell seems to be the only factor because for most retailers, brands sell themselves. They don't actually sell cigars. Missing is the intelligence for long-term growth and success, such as will the brand make the brick-and-mortar retailer look overpriced by selling non-price protected cigars? Will it work against them to drive sales online where the sales will be lost and the customer will vanish? Will the brand, what brand is safe seems to be the less important for 2015. What will sell will seem to be the only reason to take on a brand. The retailer who is lacking basic business skills and customer service will get hurt in 2000, was hurt in 2015, and that is expected to escalate in 2016. In 2015, we saw the beginning of the clean-out of poor retailers and expect it to be much more evident in 2016. We may see uh, an immediate changeover of diversification to include other products such as vape, electronic cigarettes, hookah, liquor, and miscellaneous products in a changeover from cigar shops to smoke shops or cigar bars. A retail establishment who also sells cigars, putting the attention on the alcohol and other products and quickly fading from the attention of the cigars. Mail order for non-discounts continue to drop due to not being price competitive. Low prices on each and every brand in size is winning the sales, especially when the competitor owns the brand and can sell, make more money selling it to the end user than a competitor. I expect small mail order companies to continue to drop in profit and sales as it gets more controlled by the very few at top. Smoking ages are rising throughout the U.S. Most states set their minimum age to purchase tobacco is still at 18 years old. Some states have a minimum age at 19 and now looking at 21. Hawaii is now 21, along with Utah and Washington, D.C. Cities like New York are now 21. Cities in Massachusetts are 21, including Boston, its largest city. Some states, like Massachusetts, allow their health departments to dictate the law without any votes. Several state lawmakers have pre-filed legislation in 2016 to increase the legal age to purchase tobacco to 21. It is expected that many more will follow in 2016. If this continues, the outlook looks bad for cigar retailers as they lose three years of customer base. This will cause rules to ban under 21 from even entering a cigar shop, creating even less reason to buy face-to-face. Three years of those who are the most, for the most part, convenient buyers, buying single cigars at cigar shops and not buying online at all. This changes hurts the brick-and-mortar retailer the most. We saw wholesalers going direct to consumer in 2015, and this action will continue. More are expected to follow with no pullback from the retailers. As wholesale margins tighten, the manufacturer offers deals all the time to retailers, opening everyone. Wholesalers can't compete. 
as a way to help their bottom line with much of their profit. The wholesalers continue to go to direct to consumer at low prices at retail, making more margin and more profit at retail. The SWOT analysis for the brick and mortar retail shop looks like this. SWOT stands for the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Retail strengths including include the ability to get the brand of cigars directly in the hands of the consumer. Brand switching can be accomplished by face-to-face -face transaction one-on-one. -on -one. Most cigar brands have been born in retail cigar shops through their tasting rooms at their cigar lounges across America. The brands were built at so-called events at brick-and-mortar stores. Brick-and-mortar controls the location so they can control the events. Customers pick up cigars immediately and do not have to wait days before they want them today. Products are hand-delivered in perfect climate control condition, face-to-face -face transactions with every sale. Credit card companies are making it tougher for no credit card present. This could eventually hurt the online sales and bring back the customers to the brick-and-mortar shops. Retail wick. Retail weaknesses include taxation from state to state while not being able to compete due to their non-tax on the internet, including tobacco taxes and state taxes, trying to compete with the very companies that supply the retail shops. They can sell to the retail customer at prices the retailer can't compete against. The manufacturer makes money selling to the retailer and makes even more money selling directly to the end user at higher prices. The rising age restriction hurts the last-minute convenient buyer who may now buy underage. Internet players he may, he can, may now be underage. Not can they underage. Be, yeah, can they now be underage? Internet players can sell to underage buyers without carding them. There is no way to pull back from suppliers as retailers have no strength and no unity of any kind in numbers yet. No smoking laws, health stigmas uh, round out the retail weakness. Retail opportunities include retailers could stop introducing new products from competitors who sell directly to those end users, the consumer. Retailers could only bring in, push and promote only brands that would be safe, be a safer manufacturer that could begin to grow. Exclusive price protection, safe and fair margins. Our threats include government taxation, tighter no smoking laws, uh, including outside more competition from suppliers, tighter age restrictions, talk of higher S-chip taxes, FDA lining up for serious uh, restrictions that could lump premium cigars in with all other tobacco products. So here's the situation. Everyone, including the manufacturer, wholesaler, blogger, convenience store, liquor store, etc., wants to sell to the end user, the customer. The end user wants more than ever to buy at the lowest price. In some cases, it's more convenient to buy online as it is in stock at a better price with no hassle, free shipping, free gifts, and tax-free. Retailers are stocking less and diversifying. Retailers do not have the products in stock all the time or the right products. They are driving the customer online for online discounts and show showrooming for them. Retailers have been getting behind, quote, boutique brands, which are considered smaller brands, but boutiques are now online and readily available. Most of the manufacturers and brand owners want to sell both segments despite hurting the retailer who helped build their brand. After the brand is built, the online discounter wants it and now can sell it 
at lower prices, acquiring the customer. This is called predatory pricing. Barrier to entry into the cigar business has become very low. Consumers quickly gain access to manufacturers who will produce as little as 50 boxes of cigars for them, and a brand is made. We see non-manufacturers who are middlemen working with people to get their production numbers up and simply adding to their production. Private label for retail consumers to gain momentum. Retail, private label for retailers continue to gain momentum due to the high volume discounters on the market. The problem is, if you're the only one nationally, it is a house brand and gets little attention or respect. So here's the bottom line. The cigar industry is in a declining market, controlled by the manufacturers who directly sell to the end user and the end user who demands to spend less. Profits are dropping in an industry for almost all. For the most part, brick and mortar retailers are uneducated in business and continues to play into these manufacturers' hands, the very hands of the manufacturers who are wiping them out of business. If this action continues, buying cigars from a cigar shop will be uncommon and possibly cost prohibitive. Cigar shops will diversify as they did in the 1980s and sell other items along with cigars and not be able to specialize in cigars only. We see the gain of hookah, vape, and alcohol in 2015, and that is expected to grow in 2016. The present circle of sales is going like this right now. The manufacturer introduces the brand to the brick-and-mortar retailer. The brick-and-mortar introduces the cigar to the consumer. Internet discounters take on the brand to be able to acquire the customer who is buying from the brick-and-mortar, and, mortar, and the, that is the only reason why they want it. The discounter destroys the brand's value. The brick and mortar loses the sale to the discounter and the customer, and the manufacturer comes out with a new brand. And the circle continues, and this, and this is why we, won't, we don't see brands lasting very long uh, in 2015. The state of 2015 looks like this. 250 million premium cigars were sold in 2015 to 3.5 million cigar smokers. That's 1% of the population that average just 76 cigars per cigar smoker per year, just 1.5 cigars per week on average, down from two cigars during the boom of the 1990s, mostly due to no smoking laws. $53 million was paid in OTP, other tobacco products. That's taxes on premium cigars. Of the $53 million in OTP taxes, 98% of all those taxes were paid to states and towns from brick-and-mortar cigar retailers. 40% of the sales paid 98% of the tax money. As trans-shipping from state to state continues, it does not collect taxes. The burden of taxes was paid 98% by the minority of the 40%, which is the brick-and-mortar retailer. Our government wants more and can get it by shutting down trans-shipping and not allowing cigars to be shipped across state borders like cigarettes and chewing tobacco. In 2016, we will see the end of FedEx shipping cigars to anyone. This includes business to business. If UPS jumps along with, uh, with United Post Office, things will go back to 30 years ago, the days that the trucks supplied the distributors in that state who then trucked the cigars to the retailer, exactly like cigarettes and alcohol are handed throughout the U.S. today. 
This will put an end to internet and mail order companies and certainly create a tough landscape for small manufacturers to get their cigars in the retailer's hands and in the consumer's hands. Hard goods. Cigar accessory hard goods were down for yet another year. We see consolidation in this category as some have closed shop or sold off their goods to suppliers who still remain. Distribution of cigar brands and accessories have changed more in 2015 than in the past, with more ready to make that switch in 2016. We will see distribution changes due to low sales numbers and lack of placement, but these changes may not help. The average age of consumers' durable goods, long-lasting items, is the highest since 1962, according to data from the Bureau of Economic Analysis dating back to 1925. We need a new humidor, lighter, and cutter. That's the good news. The bad news is there were not a lot of people buying them in 2015, and we do not see major changes ahead in 2016. Casual spending was finally growing in 2015. That being said, figures show consumers are less likely to run up credit card balances with casual spendings, and cigars are a casual spend. The fact is cigars are luxury items, and most consumers don't need cigars. Cigar shops today, 5,000 cigar stores throughout the United States. 91% of them are family-owned and operated. This amounts to 35,000 domestic jobs. 87% of those stores have age restrictions to even enter the store. Consolidation throughout the industry is expected in immediately following FDA rulings. This consolidation, prices are expected to escalate. That is how I see the cigar industry today, January 2nd, 2016. God bless the cigar industry. And may God have mercy on our souls. All right. So sorry for the long-winded thing, but uh, I was asked last year to share it. What do you think? I, I, I think you're 100% on point uh, with a lot of those, uh, with almost everything you said there. Uh, that's not just because I'm sitting here and you're also a customer of mine. That's what I see, and I I talk to every single manufacturer in the country, and everybody's always having the best year ever, and, and they're not. Yeah. Uh, we the did. numbers don't lie. I mean, I, we well, did. Yeah. And everything you just talked about is the reason why Absolutely. we I'm, had a big year. Listen, I would have had a hard time saying what I just said with uh, a lot of other people attending the show, but La Fleur Dominicana has been one of those brands that stood up for the brick-and-mortar retailer that didn't um, offer unbelievable deals. Listen, I'm a buyer. I want an unbelievable deal, but you guys aren't the company to offer unbelievable deals. But those unbelievable deals, as much as it, 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 it looks like a positive to the consumer, actually rolls throughout. We make less, you make less, and then the wheel starts turning it, again. The biggest thing that I take from the state of the industry address you just made was the consumer is still having access to products. They're smoking different products. Uh, brands are going away. New brands are coming in. There's still a similar amount being smoked or just a slightly declining right. amount. So in re the end user is still using the product and taking part in you know the enjoyment of a premium cigar at the expense of a brick-and-mortar retailer. Well, the only thing the brick-and-mortar retail has, according to you, and I, I completely agree with this, is a good customer service mm -hmm. and the instant gratification factor, mm -hmm. but, but you got to have it in stock. Right. You cannot you, you sell see what that you problem. Don't have. A lot of a lot of retailers carrying very minimal amounts. So the the way we own our own farm factory. So this is just from my experience. We own our own farm factory distribution. We're entirely vertically integrated. 
So what our, the second a cigar comes in the United States, it becomes a liability because there's a tax paid on it, S-chip. So we have a factory and a storage facility down in the Dominican Republic where what we do is I ship products that I need and that I already have sold or that I project to sell. So I'm not having a bunch sitting around in my, uh, in my warehouse down in Miami creating a large tax liability, essentially. Yeah, you're only, so, you're only buying time, though. You eventually have to pay for them all. You eventually have to. Yeah. However, when you sit and look at that, one thing that, that we do change is making sure that we have more now and we do take more of that liability because the environment is changing where a lot of retailers don't have products in. I'll ship, I'll have a big year and somebody emails me at the, uh, a big month and somebody emails me towards the end of the month, I need this because I don't have it in stock. You, you should have ordered that three months, uh, three weeks ago. Uh, you know, they, they do run low and uh, I think a lot of that is, you, you were talking about basic business tech, uh, basic business knowledge, yeah. uh, cash flow. If you have, if you bring in a lot of products because you had a great deal on it and you tie up your cash on that great deal, you may not see that cash for another six months. So at the end of the year or the end of that six month period, when you move through it, you do see it on the bottom line that you made more money, but what cash did you tie up to make that more money at that time? And what did you miss out on? So I do find sometimes, especially with our products, as I said, we, we work with the brick and mortar and I don't offer that gigantic here's 40 percent off to this big right. online retailer so i can sell it i do find sometimes where i miss and turn on a product because of that uh, now it's not damaging and i see a lot of retailers coming back to us now and it starts to make sense to them and other brands that do that as well you know they're starting to come towards us you know there's brick and mortar retailers i need to do more than what we did last year you know this is important for me to do this i need to buy less of this i need to buy make sure I have the products that I need in stock when they want them. Because yeah. in reality, if somebody walks into a retail store, our number one selling cigar is our Double Arrow 700 Maduro. So if you walk in and you don't have that, they're going to buy it somewhere else. Yeah. And, and it's going to happen, and I can tell. So that, the big thing is, that is one of the big things I see coming next year, brick-and-mortar retailers inventorying their products correctly to get back some of the losses that they had and finding what the right brands are. Too many right. stores live box-to-box. Yeah. There's a lot to digest there. <laughs> there's a there's a lot. I put it there. I, I put it in writing so I have it down. It's funny. I go back to one 17 years ago, and you you, you see what ends up happening. Uh, the idea is to just be as frank and open to myself as possible. Last year, I shared it for the first time um, on the show, so I thought I'd do it again. But uh, that's how it looks to me anyway. Uh, Barry, what do you think? I think you're spot on. Yeah. I mean, I even see it working the mail order in from us. People want certain deals and. Sometimes yeah. you just can't do it. Yeah. Try to try to make some money. We were in the business to try to make a living. And yeah. your favorite retailer's going out of business, maybe because you're not supporting them. So something to think about anyway. Right now, we're going to take a break. We come back on New Year's resolution and a pitch to a potential advertiser. Here we go. I hope What's he's listening. Uh, somebody else's turn. There we go. <laughs> what is old Fart Freddy saying in the aging room? we got some crazy news and other interesting cigars to smoke. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the last hour and you happen to be smoking your Vejuerjos, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth.
You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson, Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And faith. The authority on everything cigar. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the ball, babe. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh, yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo! Shake and bake! Do it. And we're back with our number two, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. Today, I have our New Year's resolution. Well, actually, it's Barry's New Year's resolution. <laughs> we'll get to that along with the triumphant return of the classic three-way and a pitch to a new supporter of the show, we hope. And he doesn't even know we're going to do it, but we're going to pitch him in just minutes. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on Podbean, iTunes, or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on all three. And during the break, we uh, continued a little on to um, the state of the industry address and actually name names, which uh, we can leave out there. But you know, you manufacturers, who you are and, and where you sit in there. And uh, I tell you, uh, it's going to be trouble uh, for certain retailers and certain manufacturers uh, with the state of the industry that we're in right now. So, um, you know, we want to last forever, man. I don't know how to do anything else. So... Uh, I'm telling you to clean up our act and let's, let's get it together. Uh, I'm, I'm certainly going to try. We're going to make some changes around here. Um, so okay. I found a, I found an old box. You found an old box. You know this? this old box. John Connie. LFD light. This is, uh, what is this? At least three years old, right? Uh, yeah, maybe four. At least three. Because you guys three. changed, you guys changed the packaging. You stopped calling it light and you went to Suave. We, uh, we went from 
uh, La Flor Dominicana premium line to LFD light and then quickly changed uh, as FDA pushes uh, and uh, was looming over our head, uh, switched immediately to Suave, uh, but some still have light. I mean, this is this is vintage right here. There we go. So, And the idea with FDA, they didn't like the word light to make you think that it's it's um, we, less we, calories. We can, we can the two, it used to be called the 2000 series, which was our first Cameroon-wrapped cigar, the number three. It's like a petite Corona box press. He does smoke a lot of milder cigars, A actually a really unique uh uh, one on the Suave line, which used to be the premium line. Uh, this is what Inez actually smokes. Yeah. Uh, what she used to smoke quite a bit of was the premium line Demitas, which is a tiny size, uh, Connecticut wrap, long fill. Uh, it's like a super petite Corona type size. I don't even know how to, like a, it's not even, it's not a cigarello, but Demitas. So the cold drawer on this cigar, roasted peanuts. I'm going to take you a step further, Barents. I'll see your roasted peanuts and I will raise you. Hot. I will raise you a barbecue spiced rub on the peanuts. I got nuts with the barbecue spice <laughs> on. I have them I got, in, yeah. in the cabinet at home. Speaking of um, speaking nuts. of nuts, you had a little mishap this week, <laughs> specifically yesterday. Dean, hey, Dean Mott, my dog jumped on them <laughs> oh. last night. I'm still sick. I still oh. got a stomachache. <laughs> he thinks he's a lap dog. He's like 104 pounds. So he, oh my he, God. Up, up, up from what he should be, which is 85 pounds, right. just for the record. He's one of the family. So hey, there's, uh, there's a newborn. There's a newborn baby in my family. But I'd heard that getting kicked in your man parts was similar to childbirth. Really? So I mentioned that to my father, and he says, "No." He goes, "It's much worse." I go, "Why do you say that?" He goes, "Because have you ever had anybody ask to get kicked in the nuts again?" Uh, right. After a few years, yes. people want another baby. Yeah. So therefore, I think it's gotta getting, be worse. It's gotta be worse, right? Wow, man. I sat up straight. I was on the recliner. He oh. jumped up. Wow, man. I wouldn't expect that that dog could be able to jump. <laughs> last night at nine thirty, man, and it still hurts. <laughs> I got one o'clock in the tweet. afternoon. I got a tweet lady that will be right up your alley. Yeah, good. All right. So uh, <laughs> when you're toasting your cigar, which apparently I'm behind on because we don't wait for the commercial anymore, okay. <laughs> uh, I'll be toasting my cigar with the Vertigo Twister. It's twenty seven ninety nine. I'll tell you, Vertigo does the lighter bright. They go with the big ass tank. They've got the flip out bullet punch. It's under thirty bucks. It's four jets. It fits comfortably in your hand with this unique wedge shape. And what I like the most about this lighter is the lid pulls back behind. The flame so as you're toasting your cigar at any angle you don't overheat the lid and burn a hole in your pocket all i know is we sold a thousand of these in the month of december <laughs> uh these sell like hell because it looks like so much more it doesn't look like uh, as low price as it is so perceived value one yeah. of my favorite things about the lighters they produce are what i'm doing right now but you can't see unless you're watching yeah is i'm lighting it continuously yeah well, yeah they light every, every time lights every time I, there's no other lighter not to badmouth anyone but there's there's no other lighter that actually lights every time that you do this 60 percent of the time yeah. it works every time all right yogi yeah <laughs> That's all I want. When I get out to light a cigar, I don't want to think about it. I don't want a cigar that's got a bad draw. I don't want to have a lighter that I have to mess with 15 times. And that's why I, you know, I do tend to see these more often out in the market around the country as I travel. Is they're, they're making a huge impact. So, um, John Carney, when we had you here uh, last time or something, we were pitching you. And uh, our plan was to pitch um, 
somebody without even knowing they're being pitched over here. But did we pitch you on the Floyd Dominicana studio? Oh, I think I might have pitched myself. We, oh, had really? a couple. we had a couple. We we had written a couple commercials. I yeah. remember us messing around. You had one. I had one. I think Barry and Chuck had one. And the final pitch was the La Florida Minicana studio. Okay. And now that was in February. All right. Of last year. Of How do you go wrong? No matter whether we have a guest, whether we don't have a guest, you've got a banner on each side of our Cigar Authority ad up behind there. You mention it, be top and bottom of every hour and... Uh, it's good. And, and that's the idea. We want to help those who help us. You help support us. We're going to try to help support you, not just at our retail shops. The idea is to support across the country. So I don't want to ask the support of small, small companies that don't have the bucks to do it. And I got to wait until they get some legs and they're starting to catch on and they look like they're going to be somebody. So this somebody is out there right now. And I said, you know what? I think he might be ready. For this and this might be the thing that he's most ready for do you, do you think so mr jonathan yes this is the guy right he is the guy so i don't know if he's listening and he owes me yeah he owes me he owes you <laughs> oh it's personal he owes me so i don't know if omar de Frias from fratello cigars is listening but if he is i think now you should support the cigar authority we are supporting you i think it's time i think you have arrived and you're ready to do it and this is our thought it's time for What's Up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Fratello Cigars. Hello? What's up? Nothing. Just listening to the show, having a Fratello cigar. What's up with you? Nothing. Just listening to the show, having a Fratello cigar. Amazing. Amazing. What's up in the cigar world is brought to you by Fratello Cigars. You want to know what's up? Fratello Cigars is what's up. Fratello Cigars is the premium cigar that made a bold statement in the cigar world. Find out what's up in the cigar world and try a Fratello Cigar. Amazing. Amazing. Fratello Cigars. I have one question. Yes. Will it or will it not be in alphabetical order? <laughs> well, meaning what? I don't understand. Is, is top ten retailers my, in alphabetical order? My number one, <laughs> my number one cigar story of 2015. Omar is a good friend. Was the announcement of the top Fratello cigar ah, retailers yes. in the United States in alphabetical, in alphabetical <laughs> order? And it wasn't in alphabetical order. There we go. That was my number one story. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing that made me laugh more immediately upon seeing it. Than that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, so because he's a bright guy, he's very smart, and he wrote an alphabetical and he put it in the wrong order. So I don't know if I'm the only one that. Well, we were number, that kind of crap. But we I'm were like, number three, so uh, that should tell you maybe we were the number three in the country. Well, on twoguyscigars.com, that's our internet. Twoguyscigars.com. The store is Two Guys Smoke Shop TWO, but on the internet, it's the number two, so that we're above A. That's why we do that. So alphabetical order, I would like to be the number two if you do it in alphabetical yeah. order because T goes all the way down at the end. You know what's right? up? In 2016, John Carney is opening in one guy. <laughs> two guys are better than one. That's all I know. So the idea of this, the idea of this segment is twofold. We obviously want to pick up a new advertiser, but we also have our New Year's resolution, and we're doing away with bad news, Barry, because it's not fair that Barry gets – Oh, nothing but the bad news. So it's enough bad news. Yeah, he's the bad guy hearing all his yeah. negative stuff. 
I think it's it's enough of the bad news anyway. I want 2016 to be a happy year. We want it to be positive. <clears throat> yeah, more positive. I, I know we, we got a lot of emails over the year saying enough of this legislative thing. I think it's important for us to hear it, mm -hmm. but I think that we the segment goes into what's up with Fatello Cigars, and we wrap up that what's up with everything that's that's going to happen, you know, all the news and everything. Yeah. So new cigars hitting the shelves, the trademark, uh, the good news, the bad news, everything is wrapped up and brought to you by Fratello Cigars. And the intro happens, and there it is. And uh, Well, that's not the official intro, I hope. We're going to well, clean that's, that's, that up a bit. Yes, 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 obviously. <laughs> Maybe a little NASA countdown, T minus 10. Yeah. A little uh, bit about Fratello. I will say, off. being pitched to myself at one point in time, yeah. I will say, if you are considering it, don't wait to consider it, mm -hmm. uh, because no, it's it's the right thing to do. The way the program represents itself, uh, it, it's a great program to be part of. It's a the listenership is fantastic. They're all knowledgeable about the industry, uh, and I, I really appreciate the insight to the actual industry that's given when it's and it's not speculation. When you read the state of the industry address. Uh, there's inside information there that that's really what's going on. And I think the cigar authority itself, if you're going to be part of a program. You want to be part of something uh, that's really representing itself in, in your best interest. And wow, I'm so glad we like had Fratello you on. So and Omar, Thank you, uh, it'd, be, it'd be huge for him. And I think it'd be a, a great opportunity for him to, uh, to have more exposure. And so I would, I would suggest it. And on that experience. note, his was up in the cigar industry. Well, brought to you by, by Fratello Fratello Cigars. Uh, new trademarks this week, Fairmount Holdings, which is Alec Bradley. They filed for two trademarks, Alec Bradley Editions and Alec Bradley 20. Warp Cigars filed for Farm 170. Toro Fuente files for Oro de Cuba. And Tab Tabacalera Palma files for War Hunter. Mm. In industry news, a fire struck A.J. Fernandez last week in which damage was done to the San Latano farm. According to a company spokesperson, the damage was limited to one curing barn, while local media on the ground in Nicaragua reports the fire destroyed six tractors, several tobacco storage units, and the largest rolling room in the factory. The fire was believed to have been started by an explosion, and a factory worker was detained by local authorities. Davidoff announced the forthcoming release of the Nicaragua box press in two sizes, and the cigar is due for release in March and will be available as a 5x48 and a 6x52. Pricing is to be determined. In addition to Dave mentioning earlier General uh, having a price increase, Tatuaje and Latelier announced a price increase ranging from 25 to 50 cents retail on approximately 30 facings. This week, Oscar Valadares Tobacco and Company moved to a new factory in Honduras, one that was formerly owned by Oliva Tobacco. The company makes Leaf by Oscar and plans to come out with its own line, the Oscar, in 2016. They should call it the Grouch. The company, which had eight employees in 2014, now has over 100. Oscar de Grouch Limited Edition Candela. In a trash can. In a trash can. Ah, I like it. We're on to something. And some legal news, and we'll try to keep this on a state level or a major city level. The state of Washington proposed legislation uh, to raise the tobacco purchase 18 to 21. A similar bill last year failed. Yesterday, Hawaii became uh, a state that raised its tobacco from 18 to 21. And finally, in St. Louis, an exemption that allows smoking in bars was set to expire yesterday at midnight. Um, but it just suspended the expiration pending a hearing on January 11th. And that's what's up in the cigar industry, brought to you by Fratello Cigars. What's up? It's time for what's up. 
up in the cigar world, brought to you by Fratello Cigars. Hello? What's up? Nothing. Just listening to the show, having a Fratello cigar. What's up with you? <laughs> Nothing. Just listening to the show, having a Fratello cigar. Amazing. Amazing. What's up in the cigar world is brought to you by Fratello Cigars. You want to know what's up? Fratello Cigars is what's up. Fratello Cigars is the premium cigar that made a bold statement in the cigar world. Find out what's up in the cigar world and try a Fratello Cigar. Amazing. Amazing. What's up? What's up? I'm going to be saying that all day. Yeah, this can catch on. This can happen. While you're enjoying life, folks, folks, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with... Wait for it. Suspension of reality. Time spent smoking never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, New Year's resolutions you won't regret making and might just stick with. All right, number one, put your phone away while at dinner. It's not the Instagrams that you look back upon with smiles and joy. It's the people in conversations. So be present for them. Number two, make time for your physical fitness. Right now, you've got the motivation. It's time to harness it. Three is to call your family more often. Two things will make your family happier than the fact that they hear from you more regularly. Number four, make it a point to send your best friends actual birthday cards. We always talk about the uh, the art of handing an actual card, whether it's a thank you card. We'll consider sending your best friends actual birthday cards. It's just something special about getting an actual card in the mail, which shows true sincerity and significance. Ask your fellas, say no when you need to, and say yes when you really should. After all, it's your life, gentlemen. Live it the way you want to. That's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you Debonair? I could do that. That was beautiful. Nice. I could do some of them. Butter pecan <laughs> ice cream is the flavor that I'm picking up. I mean, on those this. two segments, if you sponsor, have to follow each other. We <laughs> <laughs> need to immediately become more debonair after what's up. Right, absolutely. Say, so looking through the calendar uh, coming up, uh, Close But No Cigar next week. Cigars that didn't quite make the top 10 with Hammer and Sickle. Um, he'll be on, Eric Hansen. Uh, the following week, January 16th, a lot of people got humidors. Not as many as I wish got humidors, but a lot of people got humidors, or maybe you've got a bunch of cigars and you're considering getting a humidor. We're going to show you how to properly set up a humidor. We're going to dig deep into the humidor. January 23rd, I'll be back from the Dominican Republic. Um, are you going to be in the Dominican Republic? Open mic night. He was paid just to leave. 
he is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. Hi, guys. This is Omar De Frias, owner of Fratello Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Beautiful. What's up? Omar De Frias. Come on. I can see it's t shirts you print already. What's up? Fratello Cigars. Got a whole marketing thing around this thing, Omar. We're back live in the La Florida Minicana studios. This is the first show of 2016. The gang's all here. We got the classic three-way and the triumphant return of that and lots more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And uh, Old Fat Freddy may or may not have decided to clean up his act this year as 2016 resolution. Uh, what I, I've had conversations about this with Old Fat Freddy, yeah. and uh, what he was referring to were his bathroom habits not hit the segment for oh is that it <laughs> he's going to start using baby wipes instead of regular i'm thinking tissue. of referring to old fire freddy as off yeah old fire freddy off is there something we can do with that off deep woods edition deep woods <laughs> off <laughs> all right before we go any further off old fire freddy let's see if he cleaned it up his act or not it's time to step into the aging room sometimes Aging makes a great cigar even better, just like Aging Room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our Aging Room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, no one is allowed to sit with the pilot on a plane unless he is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. In my day, the captain could invite anyone he wanted into his cockpit. Nowadays, kids' toys are almost disposable. The slightest little thing goes wrong and the toy gets tossed. In my day, if the tail fell off your hobby horse, you nailed it back on. No problem. 
because you could buy the Papa Five Freddy for a little head, but he drew the line at the tail. Nowadays, spanking is frowned upon unless you're looking to spice things up in the bedroom. In my day, we spanked our boys, our girls, and on occasion, even our kittens. Hey, if your oh, attitude needed no. adjusting, it got adjusted. We were tail-nailing, cock-pit-riding men who were not afraid to spank a little. Sometimes, <laughs> aging makes a great cigar even better, just uh. like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco, Try aging room cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged, some are not. I remember my first time riding in a cockpit. No, I don't like gladiator movies. What would I be doing? Oh, you cut him off. Maybe that's a good thing. Oh, I, that was, was going terribly to, wrong. It was just about to get really good. I think uh, for his resolution, he, he said, let's go further past <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> they, were, they were all lined up. Ba-bump, ba-bump, ba-bump. You could see where that was going. I'm terribly pretty sure that, that Old Fart Freddy gave up resolution years ago. <laughs> years. <laughs> years ago. Years ago. How about you, Mr. Jonathan Carney? Uh, any resolutions? I've had, I do have a resolution. It's, the, it's not a resolution. It's a... Uh, a lifestyle change when I got into coming cigar, over to my side. Yeah, 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 lifestyle. <laughs> when I got into the industry about five years ago, I was relatively svelte, 215 pounds, good shape. Everybody used to joke around and call me the chisel. And uh, I, I've been referred to on uh, other radio programs and things for all the time as Uncle Fester. Oh no! <laughs> so that didn't play out well. The uh, the business has been rough on me for five years. So uh, making a lifestyle change in that, I, I have a nutritionist and a friend of mine who I have a battle royale over the next six months with. So I'm going to go back to nice. the chisel permanently, not just for 2016. It's been a good run as Uncle Fester. But <laughs> uh, when, you, when you get described that way at 31 years old, uh, you, you know that you need to make some changes. It's so that's my good. resolution for this year. The road is tough because it's uh, eating at these places wherever you got to go, right? I mean, it's grab a bite here, squeeze well, it in. The biggest thing that I noticed is when I'm on the road, I'm with one of my sales reps, and I'm in charge. So I'm sitting here, I go, why am I not just eating, or why are we not doing the things I want to do? Yeah. Well, they can't say no to me. So I was sitting there, I go, there's no reason not to be doing it. But it is tough in this business. You get caught up. I mean, every, my, every night for me, a Monday through Friday, is uh, when I'm in a shop doing an event or a promotion or there's some sort of a party going on. Monday through Friday for me is social hour. You know, when I go to a shop, I'm hanging out with the guys that that's their one night that they're out having a good time, sure. and, you know, and I participate in it. Um, you know, so the reality is, you know, managing that it's uh, it is a challenge uh, to do that. So that will be this year's goal on a personal level. There we go. Cocktails, back off it a little bit on everything. Everything. Yep. Everything. everything. Yep. Moderation. Barry will have none of that. No, none of that. <laughs> I was going to put twenty five dollars in an envelope, but my fiance's here, so I can't share that one publicly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know that one. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to continue to give Jonathan a hard time on the show. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to try to be a little bit less confrontational outside the show. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? And Mr. Jonathan, same old thing for you? Yeah, I don't make resolutions. No? Chuck, you? I'm not really a resolution guy. But, I, you know, I like to set monthly goals or whatever and annual goals. So for this year, it's just uh, kind of along the lines of Mr. Jonathan Carney to really uh, fit up. So I want to be I've been, one, I've been, I wanted to talk to you about that, Chuck. You're uh, getting a little... A little thick around the middle there. Yeah. Not. He's always the same. Yeah. He's Are you kidding exactly me? exactly the same. He doesn't change at all. You didn't even gain weight when you quit smoking cigarettes. I know. I just can't gain weight, man. See, those are the ones you have to be the most careful of, though, because the guys that always stay the same, 
are, are usually not the, no, not to hey. put any worries. Are, are usually ones that are really unhealthy. Like you see this perfectly shaped person who's been the same size their entire life because they don't make any lifestyle changes. They don't see any of them. Ah. Right. I saw that you know. This is like a major change. warning. I just don't take heed yeah, yeah. of the warning. <laughs> no, I actually think it's, it's a blinking light. Your body's <laughs> regulating. <laughs> There's a horn going off. There is. Times. It sounds like something's backing up or something all the time. Big machinery, and I just paid. What's that noise in the background? It's irritating. That's all. <laughs> right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. Hee-hee. Ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's Asylum. First Santa Claus, and now this. As a young Mr. Jonathan, the real Mr. Jonathan, I had a healthy fear of only three things. Gorillas... Mike Tyson, and sharks. At the time, the first two were being held behind bars, and I remember asking my dad if sharks ever swam up the river. His answer was simple, no. This past flood season, when the banks of the mighty Mississippi overflowed and filled the surrounding streets, several shark attacks were reported from passengers who were forced to abandon their flooded cars after unsuccessfully trying to cross flooded streets. And add this to the list of bodies of water that I will never be swimming in. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. True story. Google it. Oh, the shocks. The shocks go in a river. Flood. A flood river. Flood. No. It's flooded. Impossible. The Mississippi is a salt water river. It's not salt water. I don't believe it. You made the story up. I did not make this story up. You found it on Google. And it you is. Think it is founded, in fact. There's a there's a website to see if these things are true. Yeah, don't go on that. Snopes. <laughs> Snopes. That Snopes. Internet rag. Yeah, I'm telling you. I wouldn't truth. be able to. I wouldn't be able to read half my stories. All right, it's time for the classic three way. We haven't done it in quite a while. We're bringing it back. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. I missed the You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Before we go any further, yes. I just realized that John Carney shares the initials with our Lord and Savior, and Barry Stein spells BS. That's all I have. Strop Boltro. Coincidence? I think parents not. did I not think, think when they named me. You had nothing to do with that, right? Nothing to do with it. Absolutely. So but I'm going to become BB when I get married. So, so this is... Everybody. Are you going to do it? You're going to change yeah. your name. 
I'm going to keep Barry Stein as my professional name, <laughs> but I'm going to become BB. Okay. Um, that's insane, and that's asylum. <laughs> can a guy? Right? Can a guy change his his name? No, no. Yes, yes. I've never heard. Yeah, of it would be unfair for Heidi to be Heidi Stein. It would be unfair. It would be unfair. Oh. It just doesn't sound good. I have many debonair things that are not debonair that I need, <laughs> that I need to say. A man, no, a man doesn't change his last name. It doesn't happen. Well, I'm going to change it anyway. So do it anyway. I still, I still love you. That's awesome. I love you too, Mr. Barton. All right, Barry's no, not going to be Barton. You're changing. You're just changing it's your a name. her maiden name. Oh, okay. Okay. Which means you're going to change your name too. Back to your maiden name. Let's get to a more politically correct what? thing, like the classic three-way. I'll give you a thousand bucks if you change it to Garofalo. Thousand bucks. I'll give you two thousand. Done. <laughs> Done. Uh, okay, let's get to this. Barry, there you I think, go. I think you are the leading champion. I think I'm going to make it Mr. Barry Garofalo. <laughs> and that Perfect. doesn't get you in the will. It just gets you in the last <laughs> yeah. name. Uh, Barry's our leading champion, Mr. Jonathan, followed by Mr. Jonathan Carney. It's going to be the three-way here today. Today is January 2nd, and uh, in respect to the first cigar we smoked, today is the birth date of Cuba Good Gooden Jr. Cuba Show Gooden me the money. Jr. Cuba Gooden Jr. Actor who won the Academy Award Best Supporting Actor for his role as a football player, Rod Tingwell, in the film Jerry Maguire. Other credits include As Good As It Gets, Men of Honor, Red Tails, Norbert. His father, the father, Cuba Gooden Sr., was the lead singer of The Main Ingredients. Everybody Plays the Fool. Everybody Every Plays the Fool. That's his dad. Sometimes. But this is Cuba Gooden Jr.'s birthday today, Barry Stein. 1969. 1969, Mr. Jonathan. 62. 62. And Mr. Carney. 63. 63 for the point. It is 60. Eight, you said sixty-nine. Ooh. So, Ooh. Mr. Jonathan Carney gets so the first close. point. Senor Carney, and it goes to Mr. Jonathan, Roger Miller. Roger, Roger Miller. Miller. He's a uh, musician, right? He's a country singer, songwriter who sang "King of the Road." King of the Road. Dang me, dang me, dang me. Go ahead and hang me. Anything? And England swings. He won more than 10 Grammy Awards for his music. Roger Miller. Mr. Trailers for Sailor Rent was born in 1994. 1944, Mr. Jonathan Carney. 1935. 1935, and Mr. Barry Stein. 43. 43, and it would be 36, so another one for Jonathan Carney. Wow. Huh? It's so hard because one of the guys in the chat room is giving me the answers. Don't look. Oh. And he's giving you the wrong answer? No, he's kind of both right. Don't look. Both right, but I'm writing them down first. All right, don't look. Don't look. This is, uh, we're going to go to New Year's Baby. I'm going to go back one day. New Year's Baby, born January 1st. Paul Revere. Wow. wow. Paul Revere, war hero, patriot, and American revolutionary who warned fellow patriots during the legendary night of Paul Revere, the midnight ride, that the British were coming. The British were coming, Mr. Jonathan Carney. 1757. 1757. When he was born? Yes. 1757. 1734. 1734. 1721. 1734 will take it. It's 35. One away each time. Ooh. Are you looking, Barry Stein? Barry. No, I'm not. 
He did not answer that one. All right. Because who the heck thought I was going to go back a day before because somebody's looking, has the thing looking up there as it's going on. So I'm going to go now. What, what day am I going to go? Back to January 1st. Betsy Ross. Betsy Ross, entrepreneur, seamstress who designed the first American flag. Uh, there's a bridge named after Betsy Ross Bridge uh, from uh that connects Pennsylvania to New Jersey. Have you ever been over to Betsy Ross? Bridge? I have. You have, <laughs> which is named in her honor. She ran and owned a postry business with her husband, and she did the first American flag. What year was she born? Betsy Ross. Who am I on? Barry. 1760. 1716. 16. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. 22. 1722. 22. 23. 1723. For the point. Yep. 1652. So Mr. Connie's got three points. Barry's got one and he's cheating. And Mr. Jonathan has none. <laughs> if he's cheating, then I'm all right. <laughs> so I got two more, though. Uh, this is going to Mr. Jonathan. Vern Troyer. Mini me. That's it. A midget, a dwarf, a little oh. person, <laughs> and a stuntman who rose to fame for his role as Mini-Me in the Austin Power franchise. He also appeared in Men in Black and portrayed Wee Waiter in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Mini-Me. 1971. 71, Mr. Carney. He was also in Harry Potter. Oh, well. really? Okay. Harry Potter. Uh, 1972. 71, 72. 69. 69 for two points. Of course it is. Same year I was born. That's why I knew it. Really? Yeah. So we have a tie right now. Three to three to zero, which is a normal thing. But three to three to zero, and we have one left. You could sit this out, Mr. Jonathan, if you want, or just try to get something on here so it's less embarrassing. Uh, but this goes to who? Mr. Carney. Joseph Sadler. Joseph Sadler. S-A-D-D-L-E-R. A.K.A. Grandmaster Flash. Oh. He's the leader of the influential hip-hop group Grandmaster Flash in the period is five and one of the pioneers of hip-hop DJing. He's credited uh, for the invention of the first crossfader, which also made by sourcing parts from a junkyard in the Bronx. Hmm. Grandmaster Flash, his birthday was yesterday. What year was he born? 1964. 1964, Barry Stein. 59. 59. And I've got 59 as well. And everybody's over. It was 58. Everybody's over. We got a, a two-way tie with you guys, and I got no fill-in. So, Greatness uh, runs together. There we go. So congratulations. This day in classic history was brought to you by Classic Cigars, available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And a quick reminder, if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. That's Salem, Seabrook, or Nashville, New Hampshire, on your birthday, and they will cut and light a free happy birthday cigar just for you. For so, you? For you, for you. And uh, speaking of cigars, I am enjoying the La Flor Dominicana Suave. This is up my alley, taking nothing away from the great cigars La Flor Dominicana makes, the majority of which are too full-bodied and full-flavored for my regular rotation. Mm. Uh, Lenox is actually, I love Lenox. That is a go-to one for me. It's right there. If I had any, but we don't have any. Not from the lack of ordering them. We, so, have them, we have them at twoguyscigars.com. Yeah, we don't have them at Two Guys in Salem. Yeah, I think we got this week, we got a couple of boxes of the 20-count Lenox. Oh, okay. you bumped it up? Is that a new thing? 
We uh, we did switch the boxes to twenty count boxes. Uh, they just go round, go round, same exact boxes, okay. deeper. Okay. Uh, so it has twenty cigars in it, uh, just from the popularity side of it. I'll take uh, them in bundles. We'll refill. We, yeah, we got to do. I've had, that, I've had that option. I think <laughs> yeah, I said they can do some things. Uh, but no, I said it. That uh, for me, my, my smoking habits have gone towards. Uh, you know, I hate to say the word habit. I'll x that out, beep it out, let's edit that. <laughs> yeah. But my smoking preferences have gone more medium to milder cigars. Yeah. So I, I smoke a lot more suave. I smoke uh, our Cameroon line. Our 1994 has been my favorite. Mm, I, I another would, good one. I would not be caught dead smoking a Lenox, even though it's my favorite cigar right now. Uh, I just don't want to yes. ever walk in smoking one where somebody hasn't. Uh, the retailer may be sold out of it, and I can't get it to them. Um, so, uh, you know, my, 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 my preferences are definitely more medium and mild. So I, this is the first suave I've had in probably two months. Really? Yeah, awesome. I'm enjoying yeah. it on a fresh palate too. I haven't yeah. smoked for a few days. Is there anything new in 2016 that you care to discuss or disclose? We, uh, we have coming out in, uh, we'll be shipping in two weeks, our, uh, limited edition special football edition, which will be featured in the state of California. So I will be out in San Francisco, for the weekend of the Super Bowl to watch the Patriots win their fifth. Yes, go like see it. go see Chuck and yep, yep, we, we were there together last year as well. Um, so we have that coming. I think you should expand that release to the Super Bowl city and the city of the two teams. Yeah, the state of the two or region of the two teams. Well, we're in a real interesting situation. Uh, this year, California is obviously a large state. Next year, it's in Houston, which right. is one of our top states and one of the top cigar smoking states in the country. Period. Um, and the next year, it's in Minnesota. Mm. Uh, which is a challenge. So there may be some adjustments to that program when it comes to Minnesota uh, to expand that a little bit more. How about they get whoever wins the Super Bowl get some after the fact? It's been a great project for yeah. us. And I, if you haven't seen this year, I'll get some <laughs> up for you guys for that Super Bowl weekend so you can smoke some. Uh, we, we have a new gentleman that works for us in the factory, and if anybody follows us on social media, uh, they've seen a post of him doing his work. He put together Artist. about 25 different cigars yeah. with dominoes on them. I mean, it was, it was insane. So he put together this project for us this year. So there's a lot more... Uh, it, Expect some more artistry out of us this yeah. year, some limited editions. Uh, also, another one uh, coming up early will be the TAA 48. Okay. Um, there's actually something I want to do with the Cigar Authority in relation to that, so keep your eye out on the Cigar Authority uh, for the picking of that size, kind of. Okay. The retailers will still be uh, the final decision on that, but the TAA 48 uh, will be coming back, uh, will be continued on from last year's TAA 47 uh, in February. You expect to see that in March and April. Uh, we'll have samples of those sizes uh, in February uh, for trying that. So those are the first projects for the beginning of the year. And then, uh, honestly, we're into the summer with a trade show. So it's uh, uh, any number of small limited edition store, store exclusives and uh, our football edition and TAA 48 are to look out for the beginning of the year. Beauty. Beauty. All right. This was quick. This was quick. Uh, I want to quickly say uh, thank you for the support for all our uh, advertisers that support the Cigar Authority. 300 uh, shows, that's 600 hours of this nonsense. Uh, thank you to Hammer and Sickle, Diamond Crown, Debonair, Aging Room, Vertigo Lighters, Asylum, Davidoff, Avo, Recluse, Perdomo, Nesta Miranda, Jose Dominguez, Classic, Fleur de Lorraine, Garofalo, Two Guys Smoke Shop, Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Woohoo! La Flor Dominicana, Jose Dominguez, Duran Cigars, and the soon-to-be, what's up, Fratello Cigars, I hope. So, Omar, if you're listening, give us a call, tell us you're in, and we'll uh, make this uh, a lot better. If not, I think it's uh, perfect for you. <laughs> Whoever you are out there that says, I'll do it. 
So, but I'm going to give Omar the first shot on this. Uh, thanks, everybody. Close but no cigar. The cigar didn't quite make the top 10 list. Not number one, not number two, uh, but uh, number 11 we'll have on the show, um, which will be Eric Hansen. Also, uh, two cigars from the care package. Um, and uh, that's about it. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for 300 episodes. More to come. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your LFD Suave, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. This is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie Heaven.